Derek Forbort scored a pair of goals, and the Bruins have now won three in a row. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins, and welcome to a special mini bonus episode here on Saturday, November 20th, after the Bruins have just defeated the Philadelphia Flyers by a score of 5-2. to two. Uh, Like I said, the Bruins got uh, offense from some unlikely sources in this one. Thomas Nosek opened the scoring uh, near the end of the first period in a, in a period that the Bruins dominated uh, shot-wise, 21-8. to eight. Uh, From there, Derek Forbort scored his third goal of the season just 30 seconds into the second period. Uh, they allowed Derek Brassard to score shortly thereafter, continuing a bit of a troubling trend where, uh, you know, they score, teams come back, score pretty quickly. Uh, Brassard scored later in the second on the power play to tie things at two. But then it was all Bruins from there. Derek Forbort with an absolute snipe. Uh, before the end of the second, Craig Smith added his first goal of the season, and then David Posternak sealed it uh, in the third period on a beautiful pass, primary assist from Jacob Zaboral, who, or should I say Jakob Zaboral, who I don't think should be removed from the lineup anytime soon. Overall, the Bruins outshot the Flyers 44-31, and the underlying numbers certainly supported a Bruins win in this game in all situations. Uh, they had a 61-49 advantage in shot attempts, scoring chances 26-19. High danger chances were 12-10 uh, in favor of the Bruins, and uh, they had an even bigger advantage when it came to 5-on-5. Five 8-5 five. to five high danger chances in favor of the Bruins. Scoring chances were 20-12, to 12, and they had 56.3 of the shot attempts in their favor in this one. Uh, Linus Ulmark, uh, I thought, played pretty well. You know, the Bruins uh, were in the midst of a 5-on-3 a, a power play in the first period. Uh, they didn't score. It was only like 12 seconds. Uh, Claude Giroux came out of the box and had a breakaway attempt. Uh, and Linus Allmark turned him away. That was a huge save there. Uh, kept the momentum in Boston's favor. Speaking of Drew, he got absolutely jobbed on a, a penalty call in the third period that led to Pasternak's goal. Um, no idea what was going on there. The the Flyers had uh, potential or were on the power play. Uh, the puck was dropped. It looked to go off Bergeron's stick before it dropped. But uh, Giroux got the call for uh, delay of game, uh, which was served by Zach McEwen. So weird circumstances there. But, um, you know, sometimes that's just what happens. But I felt for the Flyers and their fans on that call, not uh, not how they wanted the game to end for sure. And hopefully they were trying to get back into things. But, uh, yeah. So uh, Patrice Bergeron led the way for the Bruins with – Five, actually, no, David Posternak had seven shots on goal for the Bruins. Uh, Derek Forbort, like I mentioned, three shots, two goals scored for him. Uh, Craig Smith uh, just chucking that monkey off his shoulder by scoring his first goal of the season. An absolute rocket past former Bruin, but did not play a game for the Bruins, Martin Jones. Uh, so, yeah, just a strong game overall for the Bruins. Like I said, I think Zaboral has really cemented a spot on the blue line for this team, and uh, I don't think there's any reason to really change things up heading into tomorrow's game 
against the Calgary Flames, both up front and on uh, defense. I did mention on Twitter that, uh, you know, Anton Bleed, I think, deserves a bit more credit than I have given him. Uh, he had the primary assist on no six goal. Just, uh, yeah, really bringing what you want from a fourth liner. Uh, I called out Curtis Lazar a bit. He, you know, had uh, the puck kind of skitter off his stick towards Derek Broussard on the, the second Flyers goal. Could have been a bit stronger on the puck, but overall, I guess uh, he's been okay. Uh, I mentioned the Flames. They defeated the New York Islanders tonight uh, in the Islanders' first game at their new rink, UBS Arena Center, whatever. Uh, they're coming in pretty hot in this one. Uh, they are, well, I guess they're 4-2-4 and four over their last 10. Uh, they've won, uh, yeah, this game here against the, well, I think they're on a two-game winning streak now, actually, after beating uh, the Buffalo Sabres the other night. Um, the Bruins, they are 7-3 and three over their last 10 and uh, are really peaking here. Uh, again, yeah, the Flames, they beat Calgary 5-0 the other night, beating the Islanders 5-2 tonight. So they're coming in on a two-game winning streak. The Bruins were on a three-game streak of their own. Uh, their record is up to 9-5 and five on the season. Uh, and, uh, yeah, 643 point percentage just behind the Maple Leafs and the Lightning, uh, both of which lost here on, uh, on, uh, on Saturday. I believe the Leafs were shut out three, nothing by the Penguins and, uh, the New Jersey Devils beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. So the Bruins kind of within range catching them. They have some games in hand to make up, and one of those will be tomorrow. The Bruins have a plus seven goal differential, uh, which is now second in the Atlantic behind only the Florida Panthers. So overall, very encouraging effort for Boston here on Saturday night ahead of tomorrow night's game against the Flames, which should definitely be a good one. Like I said, both teams coming in hot and want to keep that going for sure. Now, I just want to quickly mention Bet online again, your number one spot for all things uh, gambling this season. They have a new updated website and interface. If you use promo code Locked On, you can get a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit at Bet Online, where the game starts. Now, earlier here on Saturday, uh, those of you who follow on Twitter will have seen that I attended the Guelph Storm versus Sarnia Sting game. Uh, Partly to see Ryan Mast, who was drafted by the Bruins here in 2021, but also because it was student day at the rink and uh, we had a crazy deal on tickets for the whole family. Now, Ryan Mast, I should say, a very big boy. Uh, he solid in his own zone. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call him an offensive flair kind of guy. Uh, if there's anybody on the team right now that I compare him to, maybe a Brandon Carlo, you know, big, solid in your own zone, uh, can get the puck out of your zone. Um, so I was encouraged by what I saw from Ryan Mast. Could be a couple years away yet from, uh, I would think that he would need to finish out his junior career, maybe this season and next, jump to the AHL and get some uh, something going there. But funny story. I was going to the, the washroom, second intermission. I was wearing my Bruins mask and my Locked On podcast 
Duke. Uh, and I'm uh, just walking down the concourse and a fellow Storm fan says, oh, are you a, a Bruins fan? I mean, the mask is there. And I said, yeah, of course. And he says, well, you'll never believe it. Don Sweeney's just down the concourse. I said, what? Uh, so I go down, walk towards where the guy said he was. Sure enough, Don Sweeney standing there. Uh, so I went up, said hello. I host the Daily Boston Bruins podcast. Obviously not reaching out to have him on, but uh, that would be amazing. If he wants to come on, please do. Uh, but just uh, saying, hey, welcome to town. Uh, I assume you're here to watch Ryan Mast. He said yes, but he did add, and this is the exclusive Locked On Boston Bruins scoop, that he was uh, watching some draft-eligible players uh, in this Guelph Sarnia game, and that he was also on his way to Hamilton to watch a game tonight uh, against the Sudbury Wolves. So, uh, quick digging. Uh, the NHL did release the players to watch list, our NHL Central Scouting, uh, where they give players grades. So there's A grade players, B, um, C, all the way down to... I don't know if they give them D's, A, B's, and C's. So among the A's and B's, there's quite a few guys uh, that he could be looking at in those two games. First of all, uh, Guelph Storm center Danny Jilkin. He has really gelled with Sasha Pastujov, who uh, was drafted by the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, they also have Matthew Poitras, who was also an A-grade guy. So those two players for sure. And then uh, there's also um, among the Guelph Storm, there's uh, center Jake Carabella, the, uh, center Braden Bowman. So a lot of these centers, uh, which we all know the Bruins need to start building up that prospect pool. There's four draft eligible ones in Guelph. They have a goalie in Jacob Oster. and uh, But those four guys, I would assume he would have been looking at during this game when it comes to uh, the Sudbury Wolves, they too have a pretty good center who will be available in the draft in David Goyette. Uh, they also have uh, a center in, uh, yeah, a couple a couple guys that are looking pretty good. But that one, uh, Goyette, he is a B-grade center. And then Hamilton, uh, they have uh, a defenseman that they might be looking at in uh Dorian Donovan. So anyways, Don Sweeney, super nice guy. It was great to meet you here in Guelph on Saturday. Uh, I hope, yeah, I think he probably liked what he saw in Ryan Mast, uh, but I hope he liked what he saw in uh, these four Guelph Storm Centers who will be available in the draft. Danny Jilkin should be a first-round pick, I think, and uh, I would love to see him on uh, on on the Bruins for sure. Uh, NHL.com released um you know uh, uh, an article the other day about how Jokin was bumped up to an a grade and uh they wrote this uh of him scouting uh central scouting director dan mar said some players um you know take a bit longer to pop uh and that's why uh Jokin is on the list uh now uh Joey Tenute, the central scouting 
Uh, another guy from there, he said, it's very evident by watching Jokin that he's ahead of the curve at this point from a lot of prospects. Plays a mature game, top-line player that plays in all situations for Guelph. Big part of the team, and he's a very strong skater. Um, so, yeah, Danny Jokin, uh, definitely a guy to keep an eye on or an ear out for uh, come draft time when it comes to the Boston Bruins. Um, but yeah, it was really cool to bump into, uh, to Don Sweeney, check my Twitter at Ian C. McLaren, uh, for a photo of him and my son. I was able to explain to my son what he did that I watched him play as a kid and as well. Uh, so that was really cool and shout out to that fan who, who tipped me off to his presence in the building. Um, so yeah, I think that's it for this mini bonus episode of lockdown Boston Bruins. Again, the Bruins with a decisive five, two victory over the flyers here, on Saturday, improving their record to nine and five. Uh, they are uh, seven and three over their last 10 games and uh, riding a three game win streak here that uh, hope to keep going against the uh, Calgary Flames tomorrow night. Uh, I'll be back with a fresh episode on Monday to recap everything that happens that one to go over the weekend as a whole. And, uh, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed uh, tonight's game and uh, that they can keep it going tomorrow night. So thanks so much for listening to this bonus pod. Please do subscribe on Locked On Boston Bruins on your favorite podcast app on YouTube. And uh, thank you all for the support. This was, I believe, one of the highest weeks in the history of the podcast for downloads. Uh, So I'm excited to keep that going here uh, as the season progresses. Happy Saturday, friends. Take care. Talk to you on Monday.